Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and a happy day to you. Springtime is upon us. And I have to tell you, I am loving the weather here in Southern Idaho. We've got a multi-topic show for you today. And in just a little bit, we'll be hearing from Shane Class, who's been on the show before. This past week, he was my guest on my Keep the Republic TV show. That show runs a full hour. So today, I'll be sharing with you just a portion of what we covered during the second half of that show. During the first half of that show, we discussed Ron DeSantis entering the Republican primary and all of what that means. If you'd like to catch the entire show, you can watch the replay by visiting keeptherepublic.us. That's keeptherepublic.us. Before we get to my conversation with Shane Klaas, we need to give a shout out to Michael Hahn with Fathom Realty. Whether you're a buyer or a seller, you can be confident that Mike's going to keep your best interest in mind and represent you with integrity. If you're selling, Mike's going to help you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers, and he'll help you determine the best price the market will bear. If you're buying, Mike's going to help you find the property that meets your needs. Mike's a graduate of the Realtors Institute, and he holds multiple specialist designations, and he's been doing this since 2005. Contact Michael Hahn at IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. Also want to give a shout out to Conservatives Of, a sponsor of the show since the beginning. Conservatives Of is a political action committee that helps get constitutionally minded Christians elected to office. You can support them by going to conservativesof.com and making a donation. That's how they work. And we get people in the state house with the help of Conservatives Of. So again, conservativesof.com. Thanks for sponsoring the show. By the way, before we get into the conversation with Shane Kloss, I want to call your attention to news coming out of Australia, where people who were injured from the mRNA jabs are being encouraged to join in a class action lawsuit against those who declared these so-called vaccines to be safe and effective. Any adult, any child who was injured because of the shot, or any family member who had a loved one die because of the shot can join this lawsuit. My question is, what about the people getting compensated for losing their jobs because they refused to get jabbed? What about people who suffered major hospital bills or died because they were denied hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin? You might recall that here in Idaho, our governor, Brad Little, told the State Board of Pharmacy that no hydroxychloroquine should be dispensed except for on-label use, and the same with azithromycin. I've got a serious question here that should not be brushed aside. How many people died needlessly because of Brad Little's edict? You know, recently, a doctor in this state forwarded a photo of a letter to me that he received from the U.S. Surgeon General. That letter was promoting the use of a new drug called Paxlovid for fighting COVID. And the Surgeon General was bragging that they had a 65% reduction in deaths if people received Paxlovid within five days of getting COVID. Um, when I interviewed Zev Zelenko before he passed away, he told me he was getting an 84% reduction in hospitalizations and deaths 
if people took hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin. So compare, you know, 65% reduction in deaths from Paxlovid versus 84% reduction in deaths from hydroxychloroquine. Which medication would you rather have? And our governor banned the use of HCQ for treating COVID. I personally think we need some class action suits here in America, too. All right, with that, let's turn now to my conversation with Shane Klaas, recorded during his appearance on my Keep the Republic TV show this past Thursday afternoon on Brighton TV. All right, as we are talking with Shane Klaas about the issues in the news, the first segment, we're talking about the presidential race and all the people running. I want to now jump into some other headlines and get Shane's perspective on what we call rapid fire reality. First up is a headline having to do with Joe Biden wanting to send F-16s to Ukraine. This is something that Biden said we should not be involved with. Remember, if we send tanks there, if we send all this stuff there, we're asking for World War III. Well, here we have Joe Biden clearing the way for them to get F-16s. We got a bunch of people wanting to train. Several countries want to train Ukrainian pilots how to fly these things. But how do they get those planes? They get them from us. And Joe Biden's going to do that. Shane, you hear that kind of headline? What comes to mind? Oh, my. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. You know, I raised my kids to be generous, to help others in the community, other people that were in need. But I also taught them one very important fact, and that's if you don't take care of yourself first, you are no good to anybody else. It's like flying on an airplane. What's the first thing they tell you? If the oxygen mask dropped from the top, put one on yourself before putting them on anybody else, because if you pass out, you're no good to anybody. Our country is in peril. We're in a mess. And we're spending billions of dollars on Ukraine. Who cared about Ukraine? I, ha I hate to say this, but who cared about Ukraine before all of this came up? The only people that cared about them were the ones that wanted to traffic women, that wanted to take Ukrainian women, put them into porn, that wanted to wash their money. George so, Soros. Yeah, George Soros. Yeah, I mean, it was just a mess. So those are the only people who cared about Ukraine. Why we're spending our money, resources, and now uh, sending them our F-16s, if it doesn't make sense, there's a dollar involved. And I think there's a lot of money involved with the Biden regime. Oh, wholeheartedly. You got Hunter Biden with his actions with Burisma. And, you know, prior to this whole war starting, Ukraine was corrupt. Everything was corrupt. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the war starts, and now Russia bad, Ukraine good. What happened to the corruption? Corruption is still there. It's obvious it's mm. still there. And I think we're in a really bad spot. I really wish we would just follow what George Washington said and don't get ourselves entangled in foreign governments and foreign issues. As you said, take care of ourselves. Once we do that, we can we can then help other people appropriately. Canada has a lot of problems, and I hate to look to Canada, but, uh, you know, that country has managed to survive a long time without getting involved in anybody else's messes. <laughs> true that, true that. Well, something else that's been in the news lately <clears throat> is the Durham report. Of course, the mainstream media tended to ignore it, but it pretty much exonerated Trump and placed the blame on a whole bunch of people who, well, should be wearing orange jumpsuits, but probably never will. I came across the take from J.P. Sears on this. He actually made several clips. This is the shortest one I could find. Let's go ahead and roll this clip from J.P. Sears. Taking four years to put together his 316-page report, special counsel John Durham 
who apparently doesn't work very fast, concluded that the FBI lacked any actual evidence before investigating Trump for colluding with Russia. His report also says that the extensive spying on Trump's campaign and administration relied on baseless claims that were provided or funded by his political opponents including Hillary Clinton. Ever hear of her? The report also said that multiple officials doing the investigating had clear anti-Trump sentiment, as they should. In other words, it looks like Hillary Clinton and the FBI were wrong about the lies they made up. But we're all wrong sometimes, so this is a good time for amnesty. Love it. I love JP Sears. It's been fun watching him find his faith. I have to throw that in there because it has been yeah. amazing watching that transformation uh, over his career. And uh, you know, I have to, he has a great way of of bringing the truth out in a humorous manner, but one that sticks with you. And obviously, I mean, he's a, a psychologist, so he understands uh, how to do that, and he does a very good job of it. But uh, I mean, the Durham report. Why bother with two years and 316 pages if we're not going to do anything about it? And I'm, you know, you see a lot of people talking about it, but I don't know that we're ever going to see any justice. Oh, well, someone told me, and I've not verified this, but somebody told me, interesting, the timing on it is now the statute of limitations is up on some of these crimes that were committed at the beginning of the Trump announcement for, for running for president back in 2015, 2016. So, yeah, uh, a nice delay to help save people so we know that they're guilty, but we can't do anything. Yep. I have come to decide that Congress is inert. We have a bunch of people who posture, who say things, who wag their finger and who yell and raise their voice, get on the TV shows and then do nothing. So my new name for Congress is the Kick the Can Club. <laughs> These people spend millions of dollars to get elected to become a member of the Kick the Can Club. My wife went to Washington, D.C. on a trip years ago, and she looked out onto the grass outside the Capitol. And every 10, 12, 20 feet was three people, a TV cameraman, an interviewer, and a member of Congress, and dozens upon dozens of them standing around being interviewed on various TV shows. And suddenly the bell rang. They could all hear and they all turned around, said bye and ran back in to cast their vote. But it's all just a big show. We have, yes, on the West Coast, we have Hollywood. On the East Coast, we have Washington, D.C. It's yeah. all theater. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. It's all theater. It, it's theater. It's theater. I, and I, you know, we played some of Trey Gowdy earlier, and I've, I've, I saw it, uh, but I've not watched it yet, why he said he left Congress. My perspective is that, because he was, everybody thought Trey Gowdy was going to be the guy. He was going to bring all these charges against oh, people, yeah. put people in jumpsuits, and then nothing happened. My thinking is that he realized he was done kicking the can. He could not kick mm. it any further without being called out to say, hey, you're just kicking the can. I think in this day of, of digital everything with Google knows everything about you, they know what you're gonna look at and what you're gonna buy before you even buy it. Uh, with social media, Facebook, Instagram, it's pretty hard to hide your sins. And I think the real people that are behind the veil know everybody's sins and that's how they keep them from doing anything at all and so they just get it they in order to stay in, in office all they can do is theater and they can't get anything else done 
Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate. Also, the way, just the way the Congress is run and, and the, the uh, swamp is so deep and so far reaching. Uh, we've had Colonel John Mills on this show, who used to be a member of the swamp, self-confessed. And he saw the light and came out and now tries to shine the light. But he's very much a proponent of local action mm -hmm. because he says the swamp is too deep and too far reaching and you can't do it from the top. The only way to do it is to fix it from the bottom at the county level. In fact, he's I, got a book. He's got a book out called uh, The Nation Will Follow. And he talks about how if we can fix things at the county level, then we can fix the nation because the nation will follow the counties. And the interesting thing about that, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, the interesting thing about that is is most people can't tell you anything about their local officials, but they can tell you everything about Joe Biden and, and uh, President Trump. So if we're going to start fixing things at the county level, we have to start paying attention at the county level. And, uh, you know, here in Idaho, um, we know that the area that I live in, the Magic Valley, what happens here basically controls the state. And we are a bunch of rhinos down here. Until we fix that problem, we're going to continue to have a have a declining state of freedom. And the same thing is going to happen if, at the very least, those guys up there in Washington, D.C. can mess everything up. But if we have a strong state, we can tell them, no, you're not going to mess us up anymore. But we just keep electing the same people. We pay attention to what letter they have next to their name rather than anything of principle. And I'm hoping that this election, people have woken up enough that we can take our country back. So I'm afraid that we may not have a chance after this. Well, that's a pretty good segue into our next <clears throat> topic, which is Kerry Lake. Let's talk about the state level and the election fraud that has happened here. I don't know if you saw yesterday, the court came out and ruled against Kerry Lake. And I wanna play this clip, uh, which aired uh, this morning or yesterday afternoon. Let's go ahead and roll this. So I'm gonna tell you what we've been up to. We have been working nonstop to put together a team. And we are officially launching the largest, most extensive ballot chasing operation in our state's history and frankly, possibly in American history. The courts just ruled that this corrupt election will stand. The courts just ruled that our elections can run lawlessly. The courts have ruled that anything goes. Well, we can play by those same rules, okay? If anything goes, then anything goes. And we are going to start chasing ballots like you've never seen. And I've got an army of moms and dads and citizens behind me who are ready to chase ballots. Because if it's just a ballot that matters, then we can chase ballots too. And we're going to do that. We've got to work in this rigged, corrupt system, and we can do it. We will not allow them to steal another election from we the people. We want our government back. And right now, we have people sitting in these offices at our government who are not duly elected. So here we have somebody saying, let's play their game. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm torn. The Christian side of me says that you cannot, that light and dark cannot occupy the same space. You cannot defeat darkness with darkness. You just try to bring dark into a room with a light shining in it. You can't do it. But since the other side of me that looks at what's going on in the United States of America, what's going on in Arizona, that poor state is absolutely overrun with the cartel. They have infiltrated every level of government. So sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. And so the secular side of me takes a look at it and says, and I'm just cheering around and saying, go carry, go get them. So I find myself torn between my uh, Christian values and the side of me that's just sick and tired of being sick and tired.
Yeah, well, I, I think you and I are in the exact <clears throat> same boat, rowing in the exact same direction. And as I've thought about that, it's like, okay, my question's always been, why should we play the game the way that the left plays it, which is not ethical? Let's be ethical. Well, unfortunately, being ethical has brought us a lot of losses. Mm. And unfortunately, uh, the now the people who are in positions of power and can make decisions are overruling and creating even more laws that are not ethical. And so how do you fix that? Okay, it's, it's like I'm kind of with you. Here's, here's my thought. Let's go ahead and play their game. Let's chase the ballots. Let's send people out to collect. Let's do everything that the left is doing. They can't yell at us then because we're doing just what they do. And then let's get the righteous people into office enough so that they can then change the laws back and say, you know what? We can't do that. That's not ethical. Let's not do that anymore. Let's, let's create a, a law, a line there that you can't cross and do that anymore. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? <clears throat> well, I think that we're at a point where that's the only hope we have left. <clears throat> yeah, I know that ballot chasing is uh, is illegal in some states. It's not in others. It's considered an unethical practice. But if it's not illegal, and if the Democrats have already been doing it, which we know they have been, and they're not prosecuting them, it kind of becomes like some of the some of the laws that we have on the books. I mean, some states have anti-sodomy laws, but it, you, you go ahead and try to prosecute one of those and see what happens. They're going to laugh you out of the state. So I, I think that uh, they've kind of made it a pseudo law that it's okay to do if they're not going to prosecute it. And if they're not going to prosecute it, then I say go get them. Yeah, and one at of the, the very things, least expose them. Yeah, expose their hypocrisy if they come out and try to say you're doing something wrong over here. Yeah, you're doing it. We should be able to do it too. One of the things that I think uh, has been tripping up the conservatives is they say, you know, vote on election day because that's the most secure way to get your ballot counted, except that in Arizona, they really messed it up so that if you voted on election day, your ballot pretty much was wasted mm -hmm. the way that they did it. It was amazing how they how they messed that up. Uh, okay, let's, let's go ahead and shift gears and take out another topic. This is from a Croatian minister who has some not so kind words to say about the World Health Organization. Let's go ahead and roll this tape. The World Health Organization wants all countries to sign an agreement on handing over the authority to declare a pandemic, procure vaccine and drugs. It will be healthier and safer for humanity to sign agreement with the Colombian drug cartel. They know all about drugs for sure. During the COVID pandemic, World Health Organization only told lies it should be declared a terroristic organization. They lie. That is a new and known virus. That is possible to make an effective vaccine. That the vaccine is 82% effective. That is protects against serious illness and deaths. That all, of course, lies. Today, World Health Organization is more dangerous for humanity than World Economic Forum. Thank you. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, I love the comparison. Um, if we think about what would happen if the cartel were in control, if we gave them that kind of power, immediately they would implement any kind of laws that made it more favorable for them to move cocaine, to move fentanyl, to move uh, marijuana, whatever it is that they're wanting to move. But 
the interesting thing is, is that the World Economic Forum would do the exact same thing. They're going to pave the way for everybody to take the jab. That's the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to take control. They're going to say, okay, um, we have an emergency. So now you have to do what we want you to do. Everybody takes 15 jabs of this next concoction and uh, we'll see how everything lands after that. And I think it's a great comparison. And honestly, I think I would rather have the cartel pushing their drugs than I would the pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I've read that if the treaty gets approved and someone says in the World Health Organization that you must receive a vaccine and certain populations say no, that they will send in the UN troops and force people to get jabbed. This is just, I guess, conjecture at this point, but this is the potential. We actually have some people coming on the show in the next couple of weeks to talk about that issue. We'll spend more time on that as we go. Um, let's shift gears in the last couple of minutes to talk about this Budweiser <clears throat> situation because, well, they're down 25% in their sales. Let's go ahead and roll this short clip. Bud Light boycott continues to work. And it's still in full effect, Paul. Their latest sales are down, I think, 25%. It's only going one direction. It's been like 23%, 25%, maybe 28%. Uh, the people are not buying Bud Light, and Bud Light has gotten it. They're now on the point where they're going to have to buy up the beer that they gave to their distributors that's just sitting there on the distributors' shelves to try to make it up to them for their own erroneous judgment. And it's a great lesson. By the way, don't even get me started on Adidas, oh, which speaking boy. of the Tucket swimsuit, has a guy parading around in it like he's, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even want to compare this man to any actual woman because it's offensive. But they need to learn a lesson as well. So this is going to the phrase that we hear so much, right? Go woke, go broke. Mm -hmm. Bud sales are down 25%. Oh, amazingly, Miller Lite up 21%, <laughs> right? Uh, Coors Light up 21%. So you got you know, people are voting with their dollars. What are your thoughts? Can I say it's about time? These corporations have been doing things that are anti-Christian, anti-conservative, anti-American values for a long time. This isn't something new. This is something that uh, just suddenly uh, this Mulvaney made people uncomfortable enough that they were willing to come out and say something about it. And, and what a stupid move. I mean, that is a company that obviously doesn't know their base. That's about as bad as Ford and their new rainbow-colored Raptor. <clears throat> They're not driving those, okay? It's, it's, the, it's the, the redneck American, good old-fashioned, you know, gun-toting American. Those are the ones driving them. You're alienating your base. It's just, it's idiotic. It's dumb. But thank God, and I mean that sincerely, thank God Christians are finally waking up and understanding the power that they have in their wallet. They have in their wallet. They have in their wallet. Okay, we're going to interrupt here to say thank you to Tom Lopak of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning for being a sponsor of this show. Did you know they do more than window cleaning? They also do gutter cleaning, pressure washing, and screen repair. And if you want to save some money, call Picture Perfect Window Cleaning and tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show. And you're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job over $250 or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. They do both business and residential. Again, just tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show. You can find Picture Perfect Window Cleaning by visiting windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. We also need to thank the Exodus Institute. The Exodus Institute is a fully accredited K-12 online school. 
your students will be taught by experienced, credentialed teachers. And if you want your children to learn Christian values, no political agendas, no woke indoctrination, thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. By the way, if you're already homeschooling, they have a supplemental program for kids in 5th through 12th grade. It's on-demand video. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. Only 20 bucks a month, and you can cancel anytime. Learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. By way of reminder, if you would like to catch my entire interview with Shane Klaus, where we spend considerable time discussing the entrance of Ron DeSantis into the presidential race, visit keeptherepublic.us. Now, at the end of that clip, we were talking about Bud Light being boycotted. And I know a lot of people in this audience are not going to be drinking Bud Light. But the point is, People who hold conservative values really are the majority in this country. And they're starting to vote with their dollars. And you heard in that Megyn Kelly clip, she was talking about Adidas and that male model who was wearing a girl swimsuit and how disgusting it was. That swimsuit brand is called Tuck, and it's featured at Target. And Target has also been getting boycotted. Unfortunately, a few people who visit these stores create a scene. And because of that, the media is doing a really good job of painting all conservatives as violent. So I want to underscore the fact that no reason exists to create a scene. Simply don't shop at those stores if you don't agree with that kind of stuff. Now, next month is Pride Month, and that means we're going to be seeing a whole lot more of this social justice, LGBTQ stuff in stores and places where we do business. If this bothers you, there's no need to make a scene. Just turn around and leave and shop somewhere else. Unfortunately, though, we are going to see many more corporations moving to this woke agenda. Several banks on the East Coast this past week had their assets frozen, not because the banks were insolvent, not because they weren't practicing good financial standards. They didn't have sufficient social justice policies in place at their banks, and that's why they were closed down. Yes, it's coming to that. This ESG system, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance, is going to take our businesses into wokeism. So it really is vital that we start finding ways to do business with each other and create an alternative economy. With these banks getting closed in New York, that's just the tip of the tip of the iceberg. This is all coming our way, and you do need to pay attention to it. You have been listening to Keep the Republic. This is Dr. Daniel Bobinski, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Catch us here next week at the same time. And like I said, if you want to catch my TV show, visit the replay at keeptherepublic.us, or you can watch it live on Thursday afternoons at brighteon.tv. That's brighteon.tv. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, thinkexodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.